Ladies and gentlemen, from the sound of that theme song, you know what time it is. It is Pop 5. I'm your host, Stevie Westside, alongside Uptown Taylor, keeping these nicknames. I like it. Taylor likes it. The fans love it. I, I played Jackbox the other day, and my Jackbox name was Uptown Taylor. Oh, really? Yeah. I beat out Scooty Puff Jr. and some other ones. Did you play the um the Haunted one? No, we played uh, Quiplash, which is a little simpler. Um that's a shame. The I don't know. Really I can never good. remember which game is on which set of Jackbox. The party game you play with your phone. Oh, that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember, you, always take the money. Always take the <laughs> well, if you're fucking snaky Steve. Yep. <sighs> Must be snaky on that west side. Uh, I'm very snaky. Um, Steven. Taylor. I've been on vacation watching a fuckload of TV. Have you watched anything? Uh, Kind of, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, it's been an up and down time for uh, Stevie Westside, professionally, personally, uh, podcastly. They all start with P. Yeah, well, you know. So I freed Alex while you were gone. I appreciate that. Yeah. Wait, that explains why it's been so quiet in the studio. Yeah, him and I had a heart-to-heart talk the other day. Uh-huh. Yeah, over pizza yeah. and wings. Yeah? Yeah. I got to address these internet rumors, too. Okay. About some stuff. All right. Yeah, so I don't know if I should do that now. Or... Why don't you address them now? Okay, so while you were gone. Yes. On the interwebs, mm-hmm. there's been a story saying that Stevie Westside yeah. and intern Alex Jones are leaving the Top 5 Network. I have heard this rumor. I didn't want to approach you about it. To go join the RG Podcast Network. Mm-hmm. What is that now? It's, I don't know. It's just a new podcast network. Oh, okay. I so I don't know. I don't know if we're leaving or not. Steve, I was hoping you would very quickly confirm to me that these rumors were false. They are not. Um, Steve. They are offering me... A dump truck full of money. Just a full dump truck? Yep. What's Alex getting? Um, the dump truck itself? <laughs> tacos. Well, Steve, He's still going to be an intern. Steve, that's that's a shame. Steve, <laughs> if, if this changes your mind, Alex Jones recently lost another appeal in, in the Texas lawsuit over the Sandy Hook shootings. <laughs> if that makes you feel better that once again a judge had to say you, you're responsible for... For you know, terrorizing victims of mass shootings. Uh, well, kind of, sort of, yeah. But you know, what was that? I have no that idea. Alex? I have <laughs> no idea what that noise was. Alex, are you getting upset? Is that the dump truck? Do you not want to leave top five? Because I don't want to. But I don't know, man. I could be a full shock jock and everything, and on this uh, a new- full shock jock, you say? Yeah. Go make a podcast called mind games who wins who loses let's find out alex and i just gonna kidnap random people off the street to be my co-host steve and I'm make gonna them be cry really mad if on my feed i suddenly <laughs> find a new podcast on the network called mind games and it's just you and the Wait. alex jones soundboard <laughs> can you at least say the name right mind games let's find out if people know things no. do they know things <laughs> are you trying to make me say hollywood stars and celebrities do well. they know things let's find out what do they know? Do they know things? Fuck, that is hard. That is hard. That's why I called Mind Games. Who wins? Who loses? Let's find out. That's fine. That's fine. Have you and Alex been up to anything else? Well, yeah, we. No. What? Oh, what? No. Where did Alex? Welcome. No, I like. I Welcome. like. The, I like the boobs. Are you like? <laughs> he, right, he thinks that's funny. <laughs> so, um, Taylor, um, whoa, I didn't press that button. So, um, 
I think our attorneys have to talk here. Yeah. Get me on the uh, I think top gonna, five uh, network I here. mean, the season is ending, and we do have to renegotiate contracts, so you are freaking me out. I don't know what to tell you. Well, well, I'll talk to the uh, upper management. You're we'll talking to yourself, then, huh? Yeah. Okay. It's awkward. Yeah. I'm a real hard ass. I got to tell you when I'm like, I, I, should... lo- I love top five network. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I do too. But the, they're it's a dump truck full of money. That's a lot of money. If it makes you feel better, yeah. it's probably like a Tonka truck dump yeah, full, yeah. full of okay. money. I mean, that would still be way more than we're currently paying you. <laughs> I know. A grand, <laughs> a grand total of uh, can I, can I brisk tell, lemonade and can, tacos. Can I tell you something? We got offered a sponsorship, uh, but it was for dick pills. And I oh. told them no. <laughs> so it was like $20 a month to shill for dick pills. And I was like, I'm good. How, how, would, you re- how would we read that? Like, take your... Uh, Hey, do you ever have trouble in the bedroom? No. And then no, no, no. Take a dick pill. No, it helps you. No, but if it lasts more than what three hours? No, four hours. Uh, I I mean, I don't know. You gotta go to the doctor. (laughs) They gotta drain blood from your penis. Mm. I don't like the face Steve made at me when I said that. You want to dive into some nugs? Yeah. After that, can I can I start? Yeah, go ahead. Dude. I've been oh. on vacation and I have so much shit built up. I don't even not shit. I mean, I've I have a. All right. So any, anyway, <laughs> probably should go to the doctor. Anyway, this segment's called rumors. So we've got some rumors about a new Bioshock game. Really? Now I usually don't believe in this four chan bullshit, um, but. I don't know if you recall, there were rumors about Fallout 4, and they were all correct. Yes, they, yes, they were. Uh, they were correct about the city it takes place, and they were correct about, you know, the different factions and whatnot. So I'm going to report this just as a rumor. We don't know if this is true or not. Okay. Uh, but a new Bioshock game made uh, will be set in London in 1971. Uh, Adam and the, um, the, the, the stuff that gives you superpowers and shit. Yeah. Uh, has made its way to the surface out of Rapture. And it's about an American orphan lost in London uh, using these powers and whatnot in a city that is currently crumbling because the normal infrastructure cannot handle random powered beings. So the splicers won't be there? Uh, I think some people will be getting pretty spliced up. Okay. So we'll have to see. I'm guessing it's going to be, you know, British toughs and whatnot. I'm sure there's going to be no big daddies or whatever. No. But apparently uh, Tannenbaum, Eleanor, and uh, the Lutest twins will all play a pivotal role. And they're not. They're going to be um, characters like... Um, Characters like in Bioshock Infinite where, you know, you don't have to protect them, but they're around helping you. Oh, like, um, what was her name? I can't believe my brain is blanking on this right now. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to get that cool grappling hook thingy? Well, I don't know, because London's not built for grappling hooks. Oh, so right. I'm wondering if there's some other thing, jumping on double-decker buses or getting... Oh, you know what? I was thinking maybe getting in old police boxes and, and then, you know... Probably traveling for time space. or something. Yeah, I thought that might be appropriate. That'd be pretty cool if it, if it, if that game actually happens. Yeah, I think that would be neat, and um, I would play that. I don't. Yeah, I, was, I, I felt like the Bioshock series was done after um, Infinite. Yeah, I was very happy to have it end. Um, I still constantly quote it in real life. 
Uh, was that your favorite one? It kind of yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. And I mean, as much as I absolutely love Bioshock, the original, mm-hmm. Infinite didn't pull any punches getting into the weird, weird uh, Cloud City. The Cloud City was weird, and then the storyline was all about uh, multiple dimensions yeah. and multiple timelines, constants and var- variables. There's always a man. There's always a lighthouse, and it did something really cool. Or the originals. What the fuck was that noise? Oh, I don't know. Uh, well, the originals had multiple endings, which was a big deal for the time. So based on your choices, you got different endings. In Bioshock Infinite, only has like two or three choices you can make. Yeah. But regardless of what you choose, you get the same ending. So it, it has this entire theme amongst the series of there are constants, uh, infinite, and variables. Original Bioshock. Uh, so I found that interesting, and well, I, I'd love to see what happens further. That'd be pretty cool. I'd be into that. Yeah. Steve, you got another nug for us? Yeah. Since we're, since we're talking about contract situations here. Oh, boy. We're going to talk some Antonio Brown. Cool. Yeah. Boy. Dancer? No, no, I don't think he was a dancer. He was a football player. Ah, yes. I'm familiar with this. Yes, I know you are. And, uh, well, he was signed by the Raiders. He's traded to the Raiders. The Oakland Raiders. And he's kind of a crybaby over a helmet situation. What was what was the helmet situation? Uh, he, I'm completely. He doesn't like the helmet that he has to wear now because it's safer, and his old helmet is like unsafe. Did they change all the helmets? Yeah, everyone's. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a good idea because everyone's idea. getting fucking but brain damage. Just, like, he just doesn't want to be. He just didn't want to be in Oakland. Okay, so he's being a baby about he, yeah. that. Yeah. So he was gonna be suspended, then he apologized, and then he was released Saturday. What does that mean? He's a free agent now. Oh, he was a free agent. And now anyone can pick pick him up. up. And now he is a New England Patriot. Does he make more money in New England? No. He signed, I think, like, for one year, $9 million. But there's, like, incentives to make it, like, $15 million. Well, I'm sure if they win many games as they usually do. No, he's not starting today, which is Sunday. Uh Uh-huh. Which, motherfucker, he's on my fantasy team. Ooh. He's my whole team. God damn it. But I, I like it. I like it for my outlook for fantasy. What position does he play? Wide receiver. Okay, he's, so that's why people he's a drama queen. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, sports. Yeah, you know, Ben's upset. Is Ben upset? Yeah, he, yeah. he's a Shout Raiders fan. Ben, does he listen to this? I think I made him to subscribe. Oh, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> when I was on vacation, people kept asking, "How's that podcast thing going?" I'm like, "Give me your phone, I'll show you." <laughs> Steven. 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 It's Kathy. Steven F. Cathy. Sorry, were you done with football? Yeah, I, was, I was done with that. Okay. Um, so, Steve, for the first time since 19... Dickety to, oh, wait. No, no, no. Since uh, 1986, mm-hmm. uh, vinyl records are going to outsell CDs. Oh, shit. Come back. Yeah. It's... it's Don't call it that, Steven. Um, but, but vinyl records are going to make uh, $224.1 million as opposed to uh, CDs, which last year made 247 So they are close and rising, I want to point out. Do people still buy CDs? Like, I, like, I'm I know mean one it. person in the entire world who buys CDs. Who? Guest producer, Richard. Didn't, we, didn't I fire him? 
As far as I know, yes. Okay. But I've never seen him in the studio producing anything. <laughs> no, he's not. He's a horrible guest producer. I rather, I rather have uh, Misha Cat produce or uh, Penny Poppers. <laughs> Misha Cat, you should focus more on the birds. Let's see. I don't you should know focus on catnip more, Steve. What's going on? No, no. <laughs> Listen, comrade, you focus more on the nip. Ooh. Mm. That's that's for top five after dark. I was looking for a story for Top Five After Dark. I, you know, <laughs> I joking. keep my eye out because people really like that, and I just I haven't had anything. I love there's the nothing, jazz. There's nothing the the Utah jazz. No, I'm a Knicks fan. Ah, uh, really? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I feel like I got root for uh, Knicks. Knicks, not Nets. They were a Jersey team, and then they're Brooklyn. I don't know. I don't know. Is it my turn or your turn? Uh, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, so the Tomb Raider movie is getting a sequel. It found its uh, director and. Ben Wheatley coming out 2021. Do we know anything else from him? Oh. I heard the story as well, and I didn't know who he was. Yeah, I, 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 I fucking Doesn't forgot. Doesn't matter. Alicia Vikander's returning, though? Yeah. Excellent. Yes. I liked her as a, a Laura Croft. Excellent. Did I'm, you see it? Uh, The first one? Yeah. No. No? No. No. I don't know what it is. Something about Laura Croft just doesn't I do it for it. me. I bought it. I was like, I'll buy it. Yeah, why not? Is it okay? Yeah, it's pretty good. All right. Walter Goggins was in it. So I'm like, I like Walter Goggins. I want some Walter Goggins in it. Yeah, why not? That'll be on my list of 100,000 things I still need to watch, but instead I watched two hours of The Two Towers. That is the best one. That's what I watched last night. That's the best one. I was uh, I was done playing video games, and I still had a stogie in my hand, so I'm like, well, i got to stay up for another half hour, finish the stogie. And I was like, well, Saruman... I draw you like poison from a wound. Um, sorry, and and it was the Battle of Helm's Deep. We should do a. Top. I didn't even make it that far. We should break down the Battle of Helm's Deep. Well, Legolas, <laughs> bring him down, Legolas. Um, scene by scene. Scene by scene. Favorite, Steve, right now, favorite scene from the Battle of Helm's Deep. Oh, oh, probably when the. The drums start playing and they charge, charge oh, the walls and they start going up the ladders and shit. The rain starts coming down and oh, so intense. Yeah, I like the bit where, um, well, anything with Gimli being funny. Mm-hmm. So you have to toss me. Don't tell the elf. Uh, or uh, I can't see anything. Do you, uh, oh, like, like me describe it to you, or shall I get you a box? Um, a and things of that nature. Uh, but I like the bit where Theoden rides out through the gate and just starts running oh, people yeah. over while they're on the bridge. Theoden King, yeah. He's a good guy. I like him. I like King Theoden. Yeah, no, he makes makes me very happy. Uh, dude needs a lot of motivation to get doing stuff, though. Yeah, he does. He needs he needs Gandalf to draw Sauron like a wound and, a, like, poison from a wound. Um, And then he also needs Aragorn to be like, come on. How about, like, when... Um, come on. Did you watch the extended version? Yes. I love the extended version so much better because they run in like at the end of the battle they run into Fangor Forest, which yes. just happens just to appear right there. Yeah, because the trees move. Yeah, 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 and they all get murdered in the forest. Yeah, what a way to go! What a way to go to be like get to the forest, I and re- then you just see the trees shake and they all, all start right. screaming again. I propose a question. Okay, death by tree mm-hmm. or death by the puma on Grand Island? And I have to die. Yes, you have to choose which way you would rather go, apparently. It's got dark, I'm sorry. 
I'll take that Whomping Willow. I'll I'm, let the tree kill me. I'm taking Puma. Going for the Puma? <laughs> I'm going for the Puma. I just... My first instinct is I could take the Puma, but I know I can't. I Dude, know I can't. it stalks you. It's a Puma. You don't see it coming. When you see it coming, it's too late. Yeah, clever girl. That's <sighs> your turn. I'm sorry. I was like, Steve! And then I just go? No. No. Oh, I'm confused. No, um, you did just go. Yeah, it's your turn. I'm sorry. Jesus. Let me try that again. Uh, Netflix is going to start, uh, has just started ordering a bunch of Korean originals um, based off of the, you know, success of uh, School school Nurse Files and Kingdom. These are the Korean shows. But they're going to be uh, moving into shows in Korean made in Korea. So it's gonna be like, like Korean language. Yeah, yeah. Um, be, uh, so I mean, obviously there will be subs and dubs for for everyone, but I thought that was a really interesting move. Yeah, it kind of is, isn't it? Uh, I just noticed they bought out a bunch of Canadian TV. Oh, sorry, I forgot. Whoop. Oh, oh, oh you got yeah. yeah we, we shell out to the uh, uh to Netflix. Our our. Well, I'm about to blow some other company. But yeah, I think that'll be. Interesting for our our friends named Nguyen. Um, that's all. That's all I have to say it's about that. Cool. It's interesting. It's it's cool to see Netflix jumping into uh, other cultural stuff as opposed to just relying on the same shit over and over. Yeah, the only Canadian show that I liked was a uh, Frontier. You know, they have one called Rust Belt Restorations, mm-hmm. and I watched all of it, and it's like a. You know, like a West Coast Choppers or whatever, yeah. where they're like, "We gotta fix this car to make some money," but like, it's so obvious they're that their business is gonna fail. And by the last season, like, he's putting up a sign like "Yard for Sale, Including Cars," Damn. and like someone puts in an offer, and he's like, "I'll think about it." And you have to be like, "Oh, shit, shit is right." <laughs> I just I just watched a show about a car company going under. <laughs> oh, damn! All right. All right, so for my last one, the Mayans MC returned this following week. I watched the first episode this morning. Yeah? It was pretty I... good. Happy's back from a SOA. It's kind of funny. Okay. Yeah, because he kills, uh, he killed, um, spoiler, Easy's mother, like, a couple years before the show happened and stuff. Okay. So that's going to all come to a reckoning soon. It's going to come to a head. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. So get hyped. Uh quick casting here and you want you want someone lowbrow highbrow or something my mom likes something that your mom likes all right something my mom likes <laughs> well, i said it was a question Gracie and frankie are coming back uh for a sixth season in january of 2020 oh it's the show my mom likes oh, okay what else you got no oh, fuck it well we'll run them all through uh, uh gillian anderson is going to play margaret thatcher in the crown i did see that yeah that's going to be interesting i think she's a great pick for it mm-hmm. and secretly british um, I had one more. Oh, uh, uh, Peter Cabaldi, Doctor Who, the mm-hmm. the twelfth Doctor. Uh, he's gonna be in Suicide Squad. No word on who he's playing. No, we don't know who anyone's playing. No, we still don't know who uh, our boy Idris Elba's playing. No, hopefully not Polka Dot Man. Oh God, I hope it's Polka Dot Man. It's gonna be Kite Man, and we're all gonna be very upset. Yes. All right, so we're gonna do something a little bit different this week on Pop. Yeah, I've been on vacation all week. I am bursting with stories. So Taylor will be doing three stories, and I will be doing two. So we are reversing roles. Yes. 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 
or yeah. both switches. Yeah. Um. Right. All right. So for for my for my first one, no. let me just start it off. Um, Steve, have you seen the boys on on Prime yet? I've watched a little bit. So, oddly enough, this falls under stuff my mom likes. What? Yeah, she watched the whole thing. So, The Boys on Netflix is a superhero sort of drama about kind of in the vein of Watchmen what superheroes would be like in real life. Mm -hmm. So, everyone lives in kind of a corporate dystopia. Um, Superheroes are owned by a company. They work for a company that kind of sets strict guidelines to how they're going to fight crimes. Okay. So they're, instead of, you know, Batman just hanging out in Gotham waiting to hear a scream, uh, it's, or Daredevil, that's more Daredevil. Um, it's this company predicting, um, predicting ahead of time what the, where the crime will happen so like, or whatever. Like Minority Report where they had like those, uh, not so much like that, more like just really good profiling. Oh, okay. Or just really good leads. Oh, all right. And so when it comes down to the warehouse where they're human trafficking, uh, someone already knows ahead of time to put a superhero there, as opposed to Daredevil having to, you know, do the work on his own. That's true. Okay. Uh, so our story is based around two people, pretty much, and one of them is uh, a new fledgling superhero who's been let into the kind of justice league the um the they're called the seven um and it's aaron moriarty i'm trying to remember what the character's name was hang on we'll get it i got it i was there i remember you were there hmm. i was there i was there um uh starlight is okay. the character she like makes lights and then is also super strong okay yeah. fairly standard yeah, superhero, yeah. kind of like jubilee Yes, yes, just like Jubilee. Yes, like Jubilee. But Jubilee's not strong. No, she's not. She's a Jesus child. has sparkly. Oh, shit. Sparkly oh, fingers. Jesus Christ. I got, Alan? I got really excited. Uh, yes, man. The hands went flying. Um, <laughs> Sorry you about want a band-aid? No, I'm okay. Uh, so Starlight joins the Seven, and it, she's like this nice Midwestern girl. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she she you know gets brought up to the big leagues, and it's this whole thing, and basically because this show gets super super dark in episode one she basically has a me too moment with uh the equivalent of aquaman jesus called the deep and that's when i went oh i can't watch this show because i can't handle shit like that it's far too real i didn't turn on the television to see real life i turned on the television to see carl urban speak with a british accent and punch invisible guys so I carried, but I carried on with the episode. Wow, you may pass that. I did, and it wasn't. Can we easy. all take an applaud for Thank a, you? A yeah, I'm very brave. I'm very brave. Um, but I was like, all right, that's like one of those things I don't like, and I guess whatever. So uh, another, our other main character is a regular dude uh, called Huey Campbell, played by Jack Quaid. Huey um, Campbell, great name, right? I so, love that name. So Huey's girlfriend gets run over by the equivalent of the Flash. Jesus. And if you can imagine the Flash going at a billion miles per hour and running into someone, 
she basically gets vaporized. She just explodes. That's the her way to go. Blood and guts are everywhere. Oh, and he was go. holding her hands, and he was still holding her hands at the end. Was of he it. trying to save her? But no, she. They were like she kind of like steps off the curb, and he just absolutely oh, the flash absolutely hammers her. It's not the flash. He's called. Uh, the Express or something like that. Um, the A-Train. A-Train is what it is. It's kind of a cool one. They sound like the Vindicators from fucking Rick and Morty. Yeah, they're basic. There was a train guy in the Vindicator. He could summon ghost trains. Yeah. Is there an ant guy in this too? Yeah, a thousand ants. Why? Oh, no. There's okay. an ant guy. No, there's an invisible guy though. All right. And a giant crocodile robot. Oh, go crocodile robot. Um, no, there isn't a crocodile. Oh, jeez, that's Rick and Morty. So, <laughs> oh, that was Rick and Morty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, so that becomes this whole thing, and it kind of radicalizes Huey, who's like a Radio Shack employee, into um, working with Carl Urban, whose basic sole purpose is to kill and destroy superheroes. Oh, so he's like the villain? No. He's the hero. He's the hero. That's the thing. As you go through this, you realize what monsters these superheroes are. Uh, A-Train is hooked on, like, superhero steroids, and that's what he was doing when he fucking ran over this guy's girlfriend and did not apologize for it. And then uh, their main guy, Captain Underpants or whatever, he's like a Superman-powered Homelander. Uh, super Superman powered, but like Captain America themed okay. guy. So he's like Super America man. Uh, he's a fucking sociopath. And when you're watching the show, you're like, of course Superman would be a sociopath. Why would he ever think the lives of ants like us mean anything? Damn. Yeah. And it's dark. Like shit is dark. The best moment in the whole show involves exploding an invisible guy and watching his guts go everywhere. This is from the comic by Garth Ennis. And I went and I looked up, I got a hold of some issues, and it sucks. I was like, this is dumb. And yet they made it into a show. And the show is great. What was it? Was it Vertigo or what was it? Um, No, it was Dynamite, I believe. It was a, a D-lister. I know, not even Dark Horse. <laughs> Dynamite. Dynamite. Yes. <laughs> it was an eighties fat black child <laughs> based comic series. Dino Mine. Dino Mine. Um No. Uh, <laughs> you know Dynamite they do um I think they used No, I can't think of a single Dynamite comic. I do this is I was gonna say Red Sonia, but I don't think that's right. I wanna say that's Dark Horse. That might be Dark Horse. I was gonna say Ash vs. Evil Dead, but I know that's Dark Horse. Yeah. Um so yeah, I don't know. So there are really dark horse dynamite comics. <laughs> They're lower Jesus. than an icon. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but it, in the comics, all the superheroes are just kind of dumb, and the main characters take superhero steroids to basically get superpowers and kill the regular hero, the real superheroes. Whereas in this, they have to kind of really use their brains to figure out how you would kill a guy who becomes invisible and in doing so becomes bulletproof. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, do you want to know how you do that? Yeah, tell me. All right, spoilers. You stick a brick of C4 up his ass and set it off. Well, I didn't see that coming. 
Christ. Yep. Oh my God. A brick of C4 stick up his ass. Yeah. Like, why he's sleeping? Yeah, yeah. They can, like, knock him out and then they stick a brick of C4 up his ass. You don't have to see that part, which I appreciate. Dude, my, my, my ass cheeks just clenched. Yeah. Yeah. And then he explodes from the inside. God damn, dude. Okay. So, so yeah. Yeah, if you want to see that, check out. Isn't there, like, a dolphin? Yeah. There is. I don't want to spoil that because that's such a great moment. Okay. Uh, but a dolphin gets involved, and it's super duper. But it's kind of like watching the show, and eventually most of the seven gets their comeuppance until the very end, which is an enormous 180-degree plot twist that made me furious that I have to wait another year. Because it got picked off, I saw, right? It did get picked okay. up. But I have to wait another year. And honestly, I want you guys to, to feel the way I feel. I will. But it is very well written. All the characters are great. Even these awful, monstrous superheroes, mm-hmm. who are just dicks in the comic, are they have a reason why they're dicks. Oh, shit. Like, Homelander is a sociopath, but he was also, like, raised in a lab. He's a science experiment. And so he never had, like, a family or nurturing or anything like mm-hmm. that. So when he grows up and they make him pretend that he came from, like, the all-American Midwest, like, he's indignant and furious and monstrous, and he lets people die. A lot of people die. Fuck. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to... I gotta yeah. dive into more and listen to the it, show. It's definitely worth a watch. It's, uh, it's a little real. What do you give it out of five exploding C4s in the butt? Out of five exploding C4s in the butt... Honestly, I I'm gonna give it four and a half, and I'm only taking that halfway be, because I, it made me sad, and I don't like it when the TV man makes me sad. No, no, I don't, and I was sad. Oh, and and I don't want to make Starlight seem like she's just a victim. Like she absolutely turns it around and uses all sorts of things to her advantage, and is the shining light of this fucking dark ass TV show where they're they're blowing people up and people are dying and fucking uh people are you know jabbing needles into other people and then framing them for a drug overdose it's a nightmare nightmare world that they've created um and it's so hard to watch sometimes and my mom was like oh do you not like superheroes anymore and i'm like it's not that it's not like I liked superheroes that much. Like, I like, yeah. I don't know. It's not like I like them because they're superheroes. Like, no, that helps. But it's the other stuff. So it was like watching a show about a bunch of horrible fucking people doing horrible fucking things. But that's not bad. I agree. It's not bad. It's not bad. Mad Men's a show about horrible people doing horrible you things. You take that back. Don Draper is a saint, goddammit. Don he is a Draper. You know what? Don, I'm, well, I'm leaving. He took the head out. He's I'm got leaving. the headphones off. He's a saint. Don't you, you just, talk bad about Steve, Don Draper. He cheats on his wife in the first... Well, he's literally leaving out the door. He cheats on his wife in the first episode. Yes, with Maggie Sip and she's hot. Yes, she is hot. Okay, I'm back. All right. Betty Draper's a bitch. She, she is truly an awful person. Um... It, and that's the thing. They're all awful people. I Pete mean, Campbell's awful. Pete, Cam- Remember that time when Jared Harris punched <laughs> Pete Campbell? That is truly my favorite moment in television. Thank you. 
that was a good moment. That was. I would like to build a statue to Jared Harris that just says in the bottom of it, remember that time he punched Pete Campbell? I don't even know the actor's name who played Pete Campbell, but I'll never forget Jared Harris. You'll never will forget. And we're going to talk about Jared Harris later. Oh, shit, really? Steve, do you have one more story for us before break? Yes. You you want to gather gather around, everybody? All right, get We're going to get here. really, really preachy. All right, bring it in. We're going to talk righteous gemstones. Oh, Lord, Lord. Praise be to Jesus. Oh, speaking in tongues. Praise be to the saints. Okay, anyway, we're good. We're good. I think Taylor needs a exorcism or something. You want to C4 up your butt? Nope. Okay. Just checking. What's the difference between scatting and speaking in tongues? It's the same. I'm gonna. <laughs> it's this fucking. I'm gonna insane. find an evangelical church and I'm gonna beat. I'm, could you beatbox? Is that speaking in tongues? <laughs> Maybe. I don't want to do it in the mic because it's gonna make crazy noises. But like that would be cool. Yeah, it's up to you. All right. All right. We'll try it. All right. So, Taylor, have you watched this yet? I have not gotten a chance. I listened to uh, a few interviews with the guy from Workaholics, and I just haven't. Uh, oh, Adam, Adam Devine. Adam Devine. And I just haven't gotten a chance to watch it. HBO, right? Yes. I've yes. watched Three episodes are out. Mm-hmm. I binged it last night, and it is hilarious. Another really? Danny McBride classic show. Oh, excellent. You got Eastbound and Down. You got vice principles. Now you got I really righteous gemstones. Now you got righteous gemstones. That's great. So is Danny McBride? Is he like producing or anything? He, he produces, uh-huh. writes, and he directed the first episode. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Is he in it? Oh yeah. Okay. He plays uh, Jesse Gemstone. Okay. Adam Devine plays his brother Calvin Gemstone. Uh huh. The Lord and Savior John Goodman. He plays their father. Hang on. Uh, Eli Gemstone, mm. Doctor Eli. Doctor. Gem- Walter Goggins is in it. You just watching nothing but Walter Goggins, huh? <laughs> he plays baby, baby Billy Freeman. Okay. <laughs> he is John Goodman's brother-in-law. Okay. Because his wife's dead. All right. So, hit me. What is this? Give me a, give me an overview. What is this? So, give me an elevator uh, you pitch. Know, for for most part, it follows the Gemstones family, who's you know evangelical preachers, who um, in the first episode they are in China. Okay. Doing a, a baptism marathon. They're baptizing 5,000 Chinese people. Okay. In a wave pool. Oh, okay. <laughs> and shit gets funny immediately. Somebody turns the, the disco lights on, yeah, yeah. and the beatbox music turns on, and the wave pool starts going. <laughs> it just, it, like, people are, like, dancing and, yeah. like, drowning in the water. And um, Danny McBride's, like, telling his brother, hey, you're, like, they're like coughing up water. You yeah. gotta do it gently. So you dip them in and you pull them out without coughing up water. Right. He's like, "Don't you tell me how to baptize people." <laughs> Walton Goggins gets a lot of work off. No, of no, that Walton Goggins doesn't appear in the, until okay. uh, the third episode. Oh, is he like from a rival church? No, no, that no, would be. He great. works with the gemstones. Okay, I got. Gotcha. Like I said, no, the rival church is by. Um, oh my God, Reverend John Wesley Seasons. Sure. Played by Dermot Maloney or whatever. I'm not going to say his okay, name. Okay, sure. Just go with it. Okay. Just go with it. I I'll go with it. Names. I'm not going to try it. So um, so during the first episode, um, Jesse gets uh, blackmailed by a group of, you know, evildoers. I'm sure. going to call them evildoers. Sure. He's doing cocaine. <laughs> uh, the one guy, uh, I don't remember the guy's name. Let's call him Jeff. Okay. 
right. Yeah, they're all uh, they're with hookers in um Atlantic City, and there's a video of it. And he just wanted his, like his papa to know. Sure. So he goes meet the blackmailers, dude. The guy's wearing a devil's mask. Okay. <laughs> and the other one's wearing like a satanic looking baby's mask. All right. And like you have to pay a million dollars. Shit. So, so not to like reveal this. So he gets his brother involved. Like, listen, we I got pay. He thinks he found out who did it. He thinks it was the uh, the Reverend John Seasons or whatever. Sure. It's not him. It's not him. Oh, so he's got to. <laughs> so he goes and like tries to attack him uh-huh. with like this like stick thingy. Like if you hit it like at a pressure point, like it's supposed to hurt or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the Reverend's ready because he hears them outside. Mm-hmm. He's in like his like his barn like <laughs> doing carpentry. <laughs> Okay. Like Jesus? Yeah, like Jesus. <laughs> and he's got a shotgun ready. Praise be. And the old fat guy goes in, Jeff, and gets yeah. shot in the gut. Jesus. <laughs> then they get their sister involved. Um, Oh, what is her sister? Judy, I think. Judy? Judy or uh, or Amber? I'm was, it, uh, was it uh, Cassidy Freeman, Amber Gemstone? She's super hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, I, she's got the money to pay the blackmailers. So they go meet them. He's like, you gotta take it to the back of the van. And he's like, I don't know who you have back there. I don't want. I'm gonna drop the money right here. So the devil guy gets out of the van. Yeah. He's got. He's, Danny McBride's got the. You know, the, the, the jabbing the stick. The pokey stick. <laughs> he uses it on him. He starts kicking the shit out of him with it. <laughs> so the the creepy baby person yeah. takes out the gun and starts shooting them. So they get into like their like Range Rover. They run over the devil guy. What? The fuck? <laughs> they run him over, dude. Is this like one of those HBO shows where it seems like a normal premise and everything gets way off oh, the rails? Oh, yeah, it goes off the rails really quick. I feel quick. like Vice Principles is a lot like that. <laughs> so the baby person goes out and checks the devil guy, and they run her over. She starts <laughs> She starts running, right? Right. And they're backing up in reverse. <laughs> That's how the first episode ends. Yeah. Then you find out there's a, there was actually a third blackmailer with them. He's... They all live. What the fuck? <laughs> they all fucking live. So like they they think the girl's dead. The yeah. the so the guy the devil the girl's the baby, and then you find out later in the episode that uh, Jesse's son Gideon is part of the blackmailers. Oh shit! Yeah, it takes a weird it takes a weird turn. That's that's intriguing. But like they throw the girl down like a hill. Yeah, and she's alive. She's fucking alive. She's like you hear a sound like oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they just look at each other like fuck. Now so they go to the hospital, right? And shit just gets even crazier. The gemstones like go to the the parking lot and they see a security camera. Mm-hmm. They gotta get the camera. They gotta get the camera. Yeah. Oh my dude. And John Goodman the whole time he's like all depressed about his wife. Yeah. yeah. He's trying to like take um, Reverend Seasons like congregation, and um, he's he opens up a fucking church in a mall. So his brother in law. Uh, baby Billy Freeman can run it. What? It's a church in the mall? Yeah. Like a, and, and like okay. an old Sears store. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sure. Sure. Oh, dude. And then... This is so much further out there than I thought it would be. Like, oh. I thought it would just be like a spoof off of mega churches. It's not. It gets crazy, dude. This is madness. Season, seasons uh, since, like, henchmen to go destroy the church in the mall. What the fuck? And Billy... And Billy Ray. Or baby henchmen? Billy. Yeah. Is there with his wife, his hot wife. Sure. And they try to attack him, and John Goodman shows up with a gun. You're going to go back to Seasons. You tell him what I did. He sends him back naked. (laughs) 
It's HBO, dude. You see dinglings. Yeah. Yeah. You see dinglings and uh, the boys too. Mm, so throwing it out there. Actually, do you? There's something I was watching where I saw a lot of wieners, and I was like, I don't. Want was it this. Euphoria? There's a lot of wieners in that. It might have been Euphoria. I started watching that. Really? Got through one, like half of one. I was like, try again later. <laughs> it's super dark. <laughs> it was super dark. So, uh, what do you think of this show? I'm I'm absolutely sold, Steve. I'm absolutely sold. There's gonna I, be nine episodes in the first season. Nine in the first. That's plenty. Hour long episodes. Uh, 40, the 40? first one's an hour long. Okay, but the rest are like half hour to forty minutes. That's fine. That's plenty. I'm in. I'm in, man. You sold a ticket. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Praise be the Lord. Praise be. Out of five Our Fathers, what do you give it? Ooh. So far. It, so far. I'm going to give it a three right now. Okay. Just so far because, you know, I'm not that yeah, We're far. working our way in. Yeah, we're, we're working our way in. I guarantee you by, by the end, it's all, by the time it's over, probably five Alpha. Going to do the, all, the whole thing. Oh, Throwing pra- a Hail Mary for. Praise be the Lord. Praise be Jeebus. Save my Jeebus. I got nothing else. That's great. Um, go to break? Yeah, let's go to break, guys. All right. We'll be right back. All right, guys. We are back from break. All right, Taylor. Oh, I got to go next. You got to go next. This is weird. It's opposite day. This in, is weird. In Pop 5 Nation. <laughs> it feels gross. Um, next up, I have uh, I have Carnival Row. Have you gotten a chance to see this yet, Steve? It's on Prime. No, I have not. Well, I'm gonna keep blowing Prime because it's great. How does how does Netflix feel about that? Netflix feels boom. I close the sound thing. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah, that's the stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Wait, does Prime have a sound? Give us your money. Boom. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I don't have IMDb on the iPad. I just noticed. Huh. Well, that explains why I was using my phone. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. It was just like, why Why do I do this? You like, know what? There's a better way, and this there's not. This wouldn't happen if we had a fucking guest producer here. This wouldn't happen if we had an intern, a producer, anything, a container studio with no air in it, mm. anything. Right. Do we bring that on? Did we bring No, that? you know what? We talked about that off air. Anyway, <laughs> um, so Carnival Row is a series on Amazon. So the idea, Steve, I'm going to try to paint a picture for you because it is, it's a little, it's a little out there. Yeah. So imagine it's the very beginning of World War One. Okay. Imagine that technological error. I'm picturing it. All right. Imagine if they found out that Ireland, little bitty barely, you know, no one hangs out in Ireland, no population, is chalk a block with natural resources and all the major countries in the world want those natural resources okay so what of course they would do is invade that country start wars amongst each other and basically destroy that little happy island to enrich themselves and displace the population. Yeah. So you would end up in, you know, say Berlin or London, lots of Irish people because they have no home anymore. There's, you know, catastrophic war that they were not prepared for. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what Carnival Row is about. But instead of Ireland, it's uh, basically the land of the fairy folk. So this is where you're... Cara Delevingne 
kind of uh, people with wings, people with ram's horns, kind of like satyr type people. Mm-hmm. Um, your your trolls, your whatnot, your you know uh, British fairy tale creatures. This is where they all live, and all of a sudden they're invaded by Prussia and Great Britain. Shit. In the show, they are called other things. It's the free city of uh, the Berg. The Berg? The Berg. That's kind of your your England, London anagram kind of thing. Okay. And then the Pact is kind of like a united Germany. Fuck. So you get your, your Prussia, your, you know. Your, your spiky ba- helmets. Your Bavaria, that kind of, yeah. Zeppelins, like that kind of people. Oh, fuck. Are all invading these you know, undiscovered lands Mm -hmm. where the fairy folk have lived happily, peacefully amongst each other for thousands of years. And now all of a sudden they have to deal with technology like, you know, the Gatling gun, the Zeppelin, and things that they weren't prepared to deal with previously. No one's prepared to deal with a Zeppelin, for crying out loud. I got to tell you, every time I run into one, nothing, no idea what to do. No, you don't know what to do. You just run. You just just run. run. Even then, won't help you. I actually know one person was ready. Who's that? I think it was Indiana Jones. He was ready. No ticket. So. Yeah. <laughs> he was ready. Good Dr. pull. Jo- Dr. Good Jones. Pull. Good pull, Steve. You're welcome. Good pull, Steve. Um, so uh, our story takes place in the kind of uh, ghetto that has uh, been created in London for these fairy folk. Okay. So it's chock full of. Is it like a refugee type camp? Uh, I don't it's more like a slum. Okay. Um, but it's ba- it's called Carnival Row. Yeah. And that's where the fairy folk kind of... Like uh, hide out. Yeah, that's okay. where they hide out. That's where they live. That's where you would go if you were in the fairy folk. It is a ghetto in the original sense of a ghetto mm-hmm. in that that's where that specific ethnicity lives. Okay. As opposed to a... Elvis Presley in the ghetto. Um, in the ghetto. The worst song he ever sang. Yeah. Uh, so our story begins with Orlando Bloom, who is a, an inspector for the local police. So he's human? He's human. Okay. And, um... <laughs> sorry. Shouldn't have stopped there. So he's human. <laughs> okay. He's human. And, uh, and he's tasked with hunting down this guy who's been beating senseless different people in uh, different fairy folk mm-hmm. in Carnival Row. And he has a great affinity for these people who are generally despised by the major population of humans because he fought in the war alongside them, including Cara Delevingne, who is upsettingly attractive. I didn't realize how obnoxiously, annoyingly attractive Cara Delevingne was. Is she... She does it for me, man. Like the spooky eyebrows. I don't know what it is, dude. I, I don't it was know. killing me. And she's, I know she's English in real life, but she has kind of an Irish Scottish accent in this. And it is absolutely doing it for me. Um, All right, teach his own. Yeah. Her boobs are in it. I didn't need, I didn't know who I had to sell this to, but like, if that helps, there's boobies in this show. A lot of them. Uh, it sort of helps. I mean, I, I'm sure. Here's the thing. This is great, great prestige television. And if me saying there's boobies in it gets people to watch it, I'm totally okay, okay. with that. Because yeah. I cannot live in this world without another season. And we haven't heard yet. Because it looks ex- 
spent soon. Yeah, wait until the Lord of the Rings series comes out, and that's supposed to be super expensive. Carnivore is it looks pricey. So anyway, right. Orlando Bloom is tasked with hunting down this guy who's been beaten senseless and murdering people. He's basically a Jack the Ripper type character. Oh, fuck. And he solves he, he you know, that's the opening thing. But what's the underlying evil is something is mutilating people. And they're trying to say it was Jack. And they're like, it wasn't Jack. It was someone else. It's a monster. It's this. It's that. And they're trying to find out in this magical world who is literally tearing the livers of all these people. And as they keep, you know, finding these corpses, they find that the central point, the one thing that connects them all, is Orlando Bloom himself. Oh, fuck. Really? So he's trying to find out the connecting point in his past, why these... You know, his headmaster, mm-hmm. his, uh, you know, people from his life are dying. Meanwhile, there's this very weird political upper class upstairs, downstairs drama going on. Okay. Uh, along with a refugee drama uh, of Cara Delevingne who escapes from the Ireland-esque uh, fairy world and comes to the Berg and is immediately put into, um, uh, what's it called when you get... Uh, like a camp? <sighs> It's it's the old timey thing where you have to serve for a certain amount of years before you get out. It's not bondage. It's um no bondage is different. No, <laughs> that kind of no. That would be a very exciting show. <laughs> I would be that would be a pop five after dark show. Oh god, um, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, indentured servitude. Yes. So she's put into like two years of indentured servitude in a house and escapes and whatnot. Eventually, Orlando Bloom buys her freedom because you find out that they knew each other during the war. Yeah, from the trailer, it looks like they had like a relationship type thing. Uh, yeah, there's definitely some stuff going on, and it's very interesting. Uh, it, it is what uh, – so there's this political aspect mm-hmm. as well where Jared Harris, who punched Pete Campbell <sighs> once that time, Fuck remember? Yeah, I remember that. Jared Harris is kind of like the uh, – I don't know. He's It's British politics, so it makes – absolutely no sense is but he part parliament he's yeah he's like the prime minister i guess okay um, and his son gets kidnapped oh, fuck so he goes about trying to solve that and one of the ways his wife suggests solving it is with black magic so it Jesus. becomes just so everything you're like there are like five different crazy stories going on and when they all culminate mm-hmm. you just you just start coming everywhere because it's so satisfying to see a great story come together and then you still have one more episode and you're like how many eight episodes about an hour to an hour 15 shit and when you get to that last episode you're like everything's gonna be fine and you realize it's so much worse than it started out as yeah that's when i was like fuck this show is amazing damn dude it's amazing um it's it's so satisfying and the world they create is so real to me, mm-hmm. and it's I I absolutely believe it. Did you, did you watch Bright on Netflix? Bright on Netflix. No. It, oh wait, is that that super... with Will Smith? Oh no, with the, where he's like with like a he's it's like, like the Dungeon like, and Dragon thing. Yeah, he's like a cop, but his partner's an orc. No, can I be honest? That just kind of that just like no, nah, I'm good. No, I didn't like it at all. Um, it I didn't believe that world where there are. Where the underclass of their world is orcs, 
black guys and Mexicans. That's their underclass. That's kind of and then above up. them are white people, and then above them are elves. And I'm like, of course I, the elves would be above them, right? And I'm like, why do they hate the orcs? Because ten thousand years ago the orcs served the Dark Lord. I'm like, great. When man and elf stood together. However, at some point, man also decided to start hating other colors of man and put them in the same level as those who serve the Dark Lord. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense because at that point, it would be elves are also different. So I didn't believe it. Now, in this world, it's the upper class of humans, both mm-hmm. black and white, and uh, there's like a couple of Asian guys against the lower class monetarily lower class um and also the fairy folk which makes more sense to me because it is a class issue not so much a race issue which is also very british and not so much american so maybe it's that okay uh there's a a very nice look who's coming to dinner moment where a puck who are the satyr kind of guys that got horns and hooves Mm -hmm. um he has a bunch of money so he buys the nicest house in town and moves in, and he's trying to get into high society, and yeah. no one wants to accept him, even though he's mega rich, super, you know, interesting, just a great conversationalist. Mm-hmm. All the things that the upper class loves, he has, but he's got horns too. Okay, so it's very hard for them to accept, and it's about him trying to break his way in and the horrible things that happens when he does. Oh shit! So you have a Downton and Abbey upstairs downstairs story. You have a parliamentary Winston Churchill story. You've got a Jack the Ripper detective story. And then you have the story of a refugee. So you've got everything you could ever want in the show. And you're like, why the fuck? It's all over the place. Pick a thing. But every episode comes together more and more oh, okay. and more. And there's more and more boobies. Do, do, do these um different like plot lines, they all like... Inter, like intersect each other at one point or they do they okay, do so, so they all come to a head right okay. exactly and as you know a character you didn't think would be related to the other ones finds out their secret relationship you're like oh shit it was that guy who was the thing who hired the doctor who knew the singer and you're like motherfucker so it's a detective story too okay but it's in a world that is completely believable and really really well put together um even even the very brief I've talked about Lord of the Rings on the other show, but even the very brief language they use for the you know the fairy folk mm-hmm. where they're like, oh, I'm from the highlands of Tirnanog, and I'm like, Tirnanog, that's a Gaelic word, and I'm like, right, because they're an anagram for Ireland. It makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Okay, so out of I don't know five fairy boobies, can we make it an even number? No, I mean like five groups of... Oh, five sets of boobies? Yeah. I, <laughs> fairy boobies. Because I was like, I'm going to pick four, because a fifth would be weird. Um, I would I would say out of five sets of perky uh, fairy pixie tits, yeah. I'm going to go with all, all of them. All of them. Okay. Because I honestly, I can't think of anything I wanted more out of the show than more episodes. Um, and I'm happy it ended at where it did in the season because I am you know the main mystery is solved it's a show yeah but the new evil the new problems are clearly much worse oh shit it's Jared Harris punching everyone in the face oh you wish I wish it was you wish I'm, you know what dude just because he's in it 
Yeah. I'll, I'll watch it. He's great in it, too. Orlando Bloom is good in it, and I know we talk about Lord of the Rings, but I can only think of him as Legolas. You don't picture him as um, Will Turner? No, not oh. even that. It's still Legolas, which is crazy because he has a big blonde wig in that movie. What else has he done? Uh, he was in Elizabethtown. Fuck is Elizabeth Town? It's a it's an indie picture. Girls like it. Okay. I think I have the DVD. If you want to no, borrow I'm it good. back from my using movies to seduce women days. No. Um, before streaming services. Uh, he's in a lot of rom coms. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What else is? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it doesn't matter. He's got you know two huge iconic roles that's of Will true. Turner and Legolas yeah. I think that's plenty for him I think it is um, too and I think this is really his best turn that I've seen okay uh, it's a deep character that I give a shit about who makes hard choices and is frequently wrong about those hard choices he makes eventually he becomes a man torn between two worlds which is a character archetype that I very much enjoy Oh, he was in Kingdom of Heaven, too. I do like oh, that Oh, that's movie. right. I he do was like... the Crusader movie? Yeah, I do like that movie. I forgot about that. I had that. to look it up. I had to watch that in school. That's a very good movie. I like that movie. Yeah. Um. All right. I'll, I'll check it out. Guys, check it out. Yeah, definitely well, check it out. will do it. Yeah. I can't recommend it enough. If you've got Prime, you, you know, you, you've got this show. So definitely take advantage of that. All right. All right. Steve, do you have a next story? Because I'm going to blow up my voice in a minute. Yeah. Well, get ready, kids. Get your uh, gas masks on. Get your uh, lab coats on. We're going to start cooking some crystal meth. Oh, Steve, I'm so excited. Can we make blue magic this time? Uh, oh, we fucking are making some blue sky. Oh, that's the stuff. That's the stuff. So, after the last episode, I was super jacked up about the Breaking Bad movie. You sure were. <laughs> I haven't come down from that high. Okay. So, I started rewatching the series. All right. So, I'm going to break down ooh, the first Two and a half seasons. Okay. To the point where I'm at in season three. All right, Steve, full disclosure, I've only seen maybe one and a half seasons of Breaking Bad. Okay, that's fine. All right. I'm going to spoil the fuck out of it. Oh, good. Here, here's my show's th- been out for 10 years. Here's my theory. If you haven't watched it yet, since it's been done, yeah. I'm most, it's your fault. You know? Oh, I completely agree. I got some spoilers coming out later, and I it's you've had time. I got a story to tell you guys. Tell me the story, So, Steve. you guys all know my friend, uh, Sabby Chris? <laughs> you can just call him that on the podcast? Yeah, yeah, he's not listening. All right. I, I know Stabby Chris, yes. <laughs> and um, so we're, we're camping in Allegheny. He starts talking about Sons of Anarchy. I'm like, yeah, I still can't believe Gemma killed Tara. He's like, what do you mean Gemma killed Tara? I'm like, it's been a year, Chris. You haven't seen how it ended yet? He's like, you f-. he's like, Stay, I'll kill you. You got... What okay, Steve? We we gotta talk about this because in the media business, it's our our business. What do you think is the statute of limitations on spoilers? Now that we're in a world where you could watch it at any time, I give you two months. Two months? A month? I will say Game of Thrones. Would you give someone two months? Mm. Say they had seen the last season, the shitty last season. Which? Let me say they hadn't seen the third to last season. Okay. Battle of the Bastards. How long would you give them before it was like you, you're responsible for watching this? I still say a month. A month? You? Are you giving them like a day or two? If it's a TV show that can be streamed, I'll give you 
two weeks. Uh, okay, okay, okay. If it's a movie, I'll give you until it's out of theaters, and then it's your fault. You okay, didn't go see yo, it. theater movies, mm-hmm. I give you. I, okay, I guess for a month for the movie. Okay. Um, TV show, I guess I get. Yeah, I guess I agree with you. Two weeks, okay. two right, to two three weeks. weeks. Yeah, two to three weeks. The only other thing I would say is Netflix um, bingeable shows where they put it all out at once. Obviously, if there's you know twenty episodes, I'm not gonna watch that in two weeks. No, no. But I would say a month for that. Yeah. Um, somehow, no one spoiled Stranger Things season three for me, and I appreciate that. That's good. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right, you ready to talk about some uh, yeah, meth tell cooking? Me, tell me, tell about me some about Walter meth. White. Who? Walter White, Brian Cranston, Ooh. the main character, who, who gets a uh, cancer. He got cancer. He gets cancer. Oh guys. no! What's he gonna do? Well, he doesn't. He's a teacher. He's a chemistry teacher. He works yeah. for a shitty school. He could have been in Arizona. Albuquerque. 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 The ABQ. That's my fault. I was just talking to a, a previous guest of the show about Tucson, Arizona. Isn't that like a movie? Tucson, Arizona. Are you thinking of um, raising Arizona? Raising Arizona. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. So yeah. So you. So pretty much, Walter White gets cancer. He's a know nothing chemistry teacher. He could have been something mm-hmm. with his friend Elliot Schwartz in gray matter technology. White, white plus black. Schwartz means black equals gray. Gray matter technology. That's dumb. Um, that's, how they, that's, that's how they came up with their name. I no, you know what? That's cute. That's cute. So he goes on a a ride along with his brother in law, Hank Schrader, who's a DEA agent. Is he the guy from the Shield? No. He just looks like the he guy looked, from the Shield. You know who he starred in? Who? Dean what? Norris. He was in um Under the Dome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that show. Yeah, he was in that. Okay. That's, I didn't watch it. That CBS show or whatever. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Yeah. Near guy, but I just know he was in that. Was that based on the Stephen King yeah. thing? Okay. Yeah. I heard he wants a, a remake of that. You know, like done right. There's a cartoon version actually mm-hmm. of that that I really like, where this town gets covered in a dome. That reminds me. And then the main character Homer takes his family to Alaska <laughs> to escape it. You mean the Simpsons movie? Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Did you watch that thing I posted, by the way? Which thing? The the Skinny Pete and Badger Star Trek. <laughs> yes, I did. And I was like, I was laughing, and I forgot to leave like any kind of note as to why you posted that. Oh, okay. And and I did later, but I was like, oh yeah. Because okay. you posted the day we recorded, yeah, we not did. the day the episode not came out. Not the day out. the episode came out, yeah. <laughs> the day we were recording. So anyway, on this ride along, he sees one of his former students, mm-hmm. Jesse Pinkman, played yeah. by Aaron Paul, who I believe is my spirit animal. I believe he to be. Yes. Yeah. Yo, he plays Todd and Bojack. He wears track pants and hoodies and and stuff. Yeah. I wear track pants and hoodies. Have, you guys definitely have the same outfit. Yeah, yeah spirit animal. All right. So he's, you know, he gets away because he's... He's banging the hot neighbor next door. Nice. So Walt goes in, and he sees all this cash. Yeah. He's like, how much is that? He's, and Hank's like, I don't know, like $50,000, $100,000. Yeah. So he goes to Pinkman's house because he knows where he lives from School of Records. He's like, I want to cook meth. And Jesse kind of laughs like, this is a joke. And but anyway, they get an RV. They go out in the desert and they cook meth, and Jesse freaks out because it's so clear. It's not cloudy. Mm-hmm. The crystals are perfect. He didn't put chili powder in it for no ch- reason. He didn't put chili pee in there like he does. Captain Cook, that's his nickname. <laughs> that's so dumb. Wasn't the idea that he got the – they stole a barrel of what pseudoephedrine is made from? Oh, the methylamine? Yeah, That's later on. Oh, that is one. later yeah, on. Yeah, that's later on. So, but Walt's like, we got you know, get like a – 
a distribution. He mm -hmm. takes it to um, his guy, Crazy Eight. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Who turns out to be like a a rat for the DEA. Oh, shit. Yeah. So shit goes down in the desert, and he Walt mixes like the red phosphor and something else to make like mustard gas, mm -hmm. and he thinks he's killed them. Oh, but they live. They live. I remember this. So, you know. One guy lives, right? One, yeah, um, Crazy Eight lives. Yes. Eventually, Walt strangles him with a bike lock. Yeah. Because he's, um, he's attached to a, like a, a pole in the basement. Yeah, he like bike locks his his neck. Yeah, because Jesse tries it on yeah. his own like neck just to see if he can, you know, escape yeah. and all that. It's a shame we don't have a video of me trying to like. Yeah, you're really getting all up in arms <laughs> yeah. about, uh, on an audio medium here. So, but um, to get rid of like the bodies, though, which blew my mind, they got like. This acid. Yes. And they used, like, well, first, Jesse just put the one guy in the bathtub, and that leaked through. And the, yeah, and the, remember? It, yeah, yeah, because yeah, it had to be a certain kind of plastic. There's so much chemistry shit in this show, mm -hmm. and apparently they had one writer whose entire job was to make the chemistry most, shit work. Most of them cooking meth is kind of, like, on point, minus mm -hmm. a few things that they leave out. Right. Um, because you don't want people to actually start Similar to that. Fight Club, if yeah. I remember correctly, when they start making dynamite and shit like that. Oh, there, with the soap? Yes, yeah. there are some things left off. But Did if I you get the off? What? This? No, oh. this has been like, I don't know where the screw is. Oh, okay. I thought Sorry, that. shit's falling off her. Oh, there it is. Um, so they kind of go their own separate ways. Mm -hmm. um, Skylar, Walt's wife, who I fucking hate. She's very hateable. I, I also. Okay. Do you know why I hate her? Do you know why I hate her? Here mm -hmm. it is. It's Walt's birthday. He's got cancer, and she, he, she he doesn't know he has cancer yet. Different time. I maybe he does. I don't know. Anyway, this is what happens. Okay. It's his birthday, and she goes, "Happy birthday for your birthday! I'm gonna jerk you off while also on oh, my computer yeah. on eBay." And I was like, "That's the worst thing I've ever seen." Dude, not only do I hate her, I hate Walt Jr. He is. That's a hard choice, there, Steve. He's such a crybaby. Steve's legs don't work, Steve. I know that's not why I don't like him. Okay. I just all he does is eat breakfast. Taylor, we gotta make him breakfast. Jesse, it's time to cook <laughs> like, breakfast for Walt Jr. Like, like he tells his dad, "Would you just die already?" After he reveals to the family that he's got cancer. Oh, that's rough. And then, like, why would you say that to your father? It's hard. It's hard. This show, the. This show was before I had, like, some insane aversion to dramatic. <laughs> Poor Steve. This show was before I had a, a, an aversion to dramatic, you know, things I like just don't, I guess I just don't like his it's, family. It's melodrama, Steve. Yeah. It's what it is, is they have to have this conflict I know. to and, make and he, and he's the show doing it for he's doing it for the family. I understand that. And he's doing it for a new hot water Plus, tank. Oh, he does get it. He really, gets the instant heater. Yeah, he does get a nice hot water tank. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. That's in season two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway... um. That is season two? That's in season two. That's Shit. a super nice water tank. I'm, it's I'm, not I'm even a that. tank. It's the instant it's, it's, heater. It's, it's, um, it's all like a waterless tank or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead of heating a tank full of water, it just heats it as you need yeah, it. Yeah, it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it's cool. I want one. Mm. Mm. Okay, mm. I need podcast money. When you get, your, you get your mouth house. You want to do some ads for dick pills? <laughs> no, we just discussed that. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, after they go their own separate ways, they come back, Jesse and Walt, mm -hmm. and... They steal the methylamine. Yes. That you talked about. But to steal it, they had to get, like, thermite. And to get thermite, they had to get, like, etch-a-sketches. What do they use thermite for? To get through the lock at the why warehouse you, to get this. You, why wouldn't you just cut it? 
because it's like a door. Oh. And they use the thermite to okay. like blow open the door. Yeah. And then you see him on the camera like waddling out. Yeah. Like getting this <laughs> this barrel. It's fucking funny. It's. And um. So anyway, they cook it. Uh huh. They cook the meth and it's blue. Yes. And it's all the same high and everything. And that's why it's blue sky. Oh shit. I want to point no, out. No, I early. jumped ahead. You, well, that's when they go out in the RV. Yeah, but they, you got to get to the point where he becomes Heisenberg, where he meets Tuco. That's in season two, isn't that's it? That's season one. At is the end of the, season one. That's not the chicken guy. No, that's Gus Ch- Fring. Gus Tuco's Fring. the guy whose dad rings the bell. That's his uncle. His uncle? Yeah, um, yes. Hector Salamanca. Yes. Yeah, I love, oh God, such a good character. Steve, how do you think this is going to relate to the new El Camino movie? Oh, it's really just how Jesse's escaping from the law. Is that really it? Do, well, we don't know. We much don't about really it. know. Yeah, but like you, you gotta watch Breaking Bad to understand the movie. You just you can't know. watch the movie. I know. And here's the thing: I know I'm gonna end up watching that movie. And I am. How many seasons was Breaking Bad? Five. Just do it. I don't have to watch one. I can remember from one. Probably have to. Do, last thing I remember was two twins out of Mexico <gasps> were coming to axe you, murder. You mean Walter the Scaboots? Sure. Sure, Steve. The skaboots. Because <laughs> well, they have skulls on their boots. On the tiptoes of their boots, they have skulls. The skaboots. No, no, no. I understand. It's just stupid. <laughs> um, well, what else do you want me to call them? Steve, I have a question for you. Why do you think um, Breaking Bad, besides the great acting yes. in by Brian Cranston and also Kristen Ritter. Um, and Aaron Paul. And, oh, yeah, that guy. I honestly... The Kristen Ritter bit was one of the reasons I had to stop watching. Because she like, dies yeah, in season like, two? I can't handle this. I'm too in love with Kristen Ritter. Well, what lets her die? Mm. She overdoses yes. on heroin. Oh, now we're all over the place. Bitch. What else do you want me to talk about? We are. What do you think captured America's imagination? Because Breaking Bad was one of the biggest shows since, like, Mad Men. Probably just some ordinary guy, like you and me, mm-hmm. just flipping the switch. He goes from chemistry teacher mm-hmm. to meth cook mm-hmm. to drug kingpin Absolutely. in a matter of two years. The whole show is two years. Shit. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I think it is. It's a man pushed too far. And I think that's thematically very... You know, here's the thing. The best way to explain the American healthcare system in America... I said America twice, is to say we have a popular TV show where a public school teacher who works for the government gets cancer. And he doesn't have health insurance. Can't pay. He has it, but it doesn't do anything. No. Doesn't cover it. So he has health insurance through the American, through the state of Arizona, Mm -hmm. but he can't afford his cancer. So he starts making meth and selling it. And that was something everyone in the country was like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say here is if you're in New York, you need to change your registration, uh, uh, voter registration on the DMV website, and go ahead and vote for someone progressive. Thank you. I'm done. I'm not going to do that much on the show, Steve. Okay. But it's important to vote in primaries. I know. Do you want to start a political show? No. Okay. Did okay. We, we talked politics on the show once, did didn't we? we? Did no, we have not. Did we? T- oh I th- no, we have not. I think you talked. I think I talked you out of it. weren't you gonna bring something up? Was it Jeffrey Epstein? Oh, it was Epstein, and we said we weren't gonna do. Yeah, it. we weren't gonna touch that. 
Not on this show. Not on this show. We'd have to make a new one. I'm not making. I might be leaving the network anyway. No more shows. Until Top 5 Cocktail Hour comes out. Okay, now I'm done. What the fuck is Top 5 Cocktail Hour? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, Steve. Steve, final thoughts, bring it back. Um, Caboose show up. Gus Ring's there. Cartel. What works in the super lab? All right. Skyler, still a bitch. (laughs) Hank gets shot. (laughs) Ree's a bitch, too. Hank's wife. I'm okay. (laughs) Um... Are you okay? Because you don't sound okay. No, I'm not. Art, I'm debating whether or not I should watch this whole fucking show to watch the movie on Netflix, Bum Bum. That was Hector. He's saying yes. One ring means yes. All right. Well, I guess I'm doing it. You got to watch it because I'm going to break down the last two and a half seasons on next week's episode. All right. You heard it here, folks. I didn't even break down season two. You know what, Steve? I'm not going to watch it. You're gonna catch me up. I'll on just it. catch you up on it. All right, guys. So we'll we'll catch you up more uh, in a couple. I of might weeks. I might be dressing up as a meth cook. Do it. I got a gas mask. I know you do. I was gonna say I'm I like I really on. do have one. I put it on. It's gross. It is gross. <laughs> the filters from like 1950. Back in 1952. Back in my day. Steve, you wanna you wanna hit our last break? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna go take a hit of uh, Blue Sky. You're gonna hit some. Oh, you know, I'll take some Blue Sky. All right. Don't bug grab the Blue Sky. Let's do it. All right, we'll, we'll be back. We'll be back, guys. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was loud. I'm ready. You're ready. I'm so ready. We're back. We're back from outer space. All right, Steve. My final story is uh, I got a review. I saw a little movie. Mm-hmm. It's a little movie about a clown. Ooh. All right. So anyway, so I saw It Chapter 2. Okay. Now, we talked about It Chapter 2 a lot yes. before it came out. So, Steve, you have not yet gotten a chance to see this, correct? I have not. All right. So I will give the spoiler freest. They beat the clown. They beat the clown, Steve. Oh, gee, you can... They win. The good guys win. You, got, you can spoil Fucking spoiler. I, I know one guy commits suicide. I know it's that. It's true. And here's the thing that this is not going to be completely spoiler-free, but spoiler-free enough for the stuff that gets changed in this movie because this book came out 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. Get your shit together. It's a remake of a movie of a book. Get your shit together. Um, is that spoiler? Is that is that within our spoiler? 40 years? Is that good enough to oh, spoil stuff? Enough, yeah. So essentially what we have with It Chapter 2 is the story of the children from It 1 grown up returning to Derry to once again fight the clown Pennywise, mm-hmm. uh, this ancient evil that's been living in Maine for millions of years. So what's interesting about this is it does get into kind of the backstory of what Pennywise actually is as opposed to just being a child's nightmare. Okay. So uh, Mike, the black guy, his parents died in a fire. Mm-hmm. He stays in Derry. He never leaves it. Okay. So he grows up there uh, into an adult. Uh, he talks to the local Indian tribe, and they have some kind of uh, ancient artifacts about how the it has been fought before. They're, they think it's it came down from the sky somehow many, many years ago, mm-hmm. and every 27 years it comes back to prey on children. So Mike is prepared to deal with it as children start disappearing. He starts making phone calls to the grown-up versions of our friends from It 1. So the Losers Club. The Losers. 
uh, which is interesting because we get little sneak snippets into the lives of the losers and what they're like grown up. Mm -hmm. um, the fat kid becomes hot and an architect. Jessica Chastain is an abusive relationship with a husband. That didn't change. That didn't change. That's in the book. Yeah, and it's also last episode. The it won. She's an abusive relationship with her father. Was she being diddled by? Her uh, I believe she was okay. being diddled by her father. Okay, just asking. Um, it's all implied, and they continue to only imply it. But the physical abuse, they're totally okay with um, displaying, which was unpleasant. Yes. But also, you know, whatever that happens in the book. So, but it's sexier in the book, and that's they also grosser. have an orgy in the book. Yeah, that's some shit. So there are a lot of things that differ between the book and whatnot. Oh, and um, uh, Bill is now a famous author. Um, Richie's a comedian. Uh, is that Bill Hader's character? Yes. Okay. Uh, and that's a lot of the focus because he gets him and um, Freddie. Shit, Eddie. Um, get the he's the hypochondriac. Okay. They get kind of the best screen time they get the best lines they get the best everything okay. in it chapter two so they all come back to Derry to fight the clown so i'm watching this movie and throughout the most of the beginning i'm like you know the scariest parts of this movie are the parts that are real man like the real adult stuff i'm like dealing with anxiety mm -hmm. abusive relationships having to let go and then a clown bites off someone's head and i was like nope Nope. Scariest parts when the clown eats people. Nope. <laughs> oh, shit. It's still that. He, it's still that. He, he does, That's still the scariest. He does that? Yeah, he does that. He does that a lot. He does it a lot. It, it still happens a lot. So, so, it's, and the movie, I think, recognizes that where they don't dwell on, like, the ideas of suicide, um, you know, uh, and, and grief and these very adult themes are there. Okay. But they want to be very clear the scariest part is the clown. Oh yeah, they want to be very, very clear. Like, like the idea of hiding who you truly are is scary. But you know what's scarier? Clown with like a hundred teeth biting a kid's face off. That's definitely scarier. I still remember when he bit uh, Georgie's arm off. <sighs> yeah, it doesn't get any better. Well, I mean, depending on who you are, it gets very much better. Well, remember in the first one, he he had his mouth around that kid's head. Yeah. It kind of oh Jesus yeah he 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 gives him the old venom treatment yeah um so so this sh this movie I I very much recommend it I enjoyed it a lot it does differ greatly from the book uh, they do talk about the ritual of Chud is that the turtle uh, the turtle is not in it however there is a uh, visual reference to the turtle because isn't because I've never read the book but I. I looked on Wikipedia or whatever. Isn't mm -hmm. the turtle like his arch nemesis or something? Yeah, the turtle is the creator. Pennywise is the destroyer of this multiverse that they exist okay. in. So the there is a turtle like on a desk in a school, mm -hmm. and that's kind of they're pointing out to be a turtle. Uh, in the first one, at a certain point, Bill holds a Lego yeah, set that. of a turtle. Um, but they don't actually talk I, about that. I guess. I guess if you included that part in the movie, take it very even more weirder. It's weirder. Yeah, it's weirder. The best we can get is at a certain point, Mike doses um, Bill mm -hmm. with uh, um, some. They they just say it's a root. It's a sacred Indian root. Mm -hmm. um, I assume it's ayahuasca, but that's a 
that's a drug that makes you shit your pants and live Jesus. your entire life as a Native American. And then you wake up and you're like, where was I? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so uh, it, that kind of gives him a vision quest of what it was and like how the Native Americans attempted to defeat it. Okay. Which is very interesting. I don't remember that from what I read in the book, but. I'm sure they just kind of added that in. Yeah, I read the book so long ago, and I don't even think I finished it, so I, I can't say, like, I'm the expert on this shit. Okay. Uh, so it, it's the whole movie, I think, has a lot of scares. It has a lot of gross stuff, and it suffers a little bit from what I think horror movies suffer from, which is, look at this thing we made. Look at it. 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 I made a monster. Look at it. Are you looking at my yeah. monster? Can you see my monster yes, fully? Yes. Is my monster well lit enough that you could see my monster? Great. Whereas older horror movies were you only get the idea of the monster. You don't yeah. see the whole of the monster because that's what's scary. However, their monsters and it are so scary. I'm kind of like put off by seeing so much. No, I, of could, them. I could believe uh, it. They, they move in bizarre ways and things like that. There is a monster that attacked Jessica Chastain um, that I honestly thought, ooh, I could use my silver sword on this Was one. Was that the old lady? Yes. Okay. She becomes a monster straight out of The Witcher. Shit. Straight out of The Witcher. Which one? I'm not going to say because I don't want to spoil things. But well, it, am I going to know what the monster is from The Witcher? When you see it, you'll go, ooh, that looks like I should fight it in The Witcher. It oh. just looks like a monster from The Witcher. I'm it picturing, I'm picturing a drowner. It's not a drowner, okay. but you're close. Okay. Um, but I honestly thought, oh, steel for monsters, silver yes. for monsters, steel for men, flesh for ladies. <sighs> but <laughs> doesn't um, oh, who's that bully? Mm. Henry Henry Bowers. He comes back. He right? comes back. Uh, he's older. He's a madman. He gets. He's you know, like in the same asylum. Yeah, because Pennywise gives him his knife back again. Yeah, because he they think he killed the kids. Right. And. Well, he did kill his father. He did kill his father. That's he, what he goes down for, and then they convict him of the kids as well. Yeah. Um, but he's in a loony bin, and he comes out to, to attack the losers and whatnot. While they're trying to find a token, I don't know why they call it a token token and not a totem. Mm-hmm. That was annoying me the whole movie. But basically an, ob, an artifact from their past lives, and oh. they need this to fight Pennywise. Okay. So that's interesting. So it gives them all a chance to separate and have their own personal flashback. Uh, Bill flashes back to when Georgie was murdered. You know. Um, How often do, are the kid versions? Just, just, just for they're a flashback? In it, they're in it all the time. Really? So it's constantly moving uh, between kids and adults, but it's seamless. Okay. I cannot believe how well done the flashbacks between kid and adult are done Mm -hmm. um, because it is perfectly, perfectly seamless. There are some shots in that movie that are very, um, they're, they're very bold. There's a shot where they, they point up at the night sky Mm -hmm. and it's got a transition to a different loser. So they point up at the night sky and you see all the stars in the sky and it zooms in, zooms in, zooms in until they all look like little puzzle pieces. And then it zooms through one of the holes and out into someone else's living room where he's doing a puzzle. Oh, shit. Which sounds dumb, but it was a great shot and it worked. And for me to remember, like, a shot like that yeah. is is a big deal, especially considering I was shitting my pants most of the time. Uh, Steve, I have complaints. Okay. Um, so, Richie is the funny one. 
Uh, he's not that funny. He's pretty funny, and his character makes sense. Uh, and Bill Hader absolutely kills it as like a comedian with extreme anxiety trying to deal with horrors, but like dealing with them as a, a comedian would deal with it. The guy, the kid that plays Eddie, who was the hypochondriac, steals this fucking movie. He steals the movie. Okay. He's great in it. He has some of the best lines. He gets some of the best actions. And he absolutely steals it away from uh, the who's the kid that used to be fat and also um, Bill, uh, played by Ewan McGregor. Will McAvoy? No. Uh, McAvoy. McAvoy's playing Bill. I meant McAvoy. We had this issue like a second ago I when I said McGregor instead of McAvoy. I can't fucking um, remember. Yeah, I can't remember. It's Jay Ryan plays Ben, the fat kid. Uh, and that's the one he said that got hot. Yeah, he's something? hot. Yeah, he's, Lost, he's yeah. attractive. Um, and and whatnot. So, because he had a thing for Beverly, he a, right? He had a thing yeah. for Beverly, and I have a complaint involving Beverly. So the little girl who played Beverly in the previous movie mm-hmm. upstages Jessica Chastain in ways I didn't think were imaginable. Really? Because she was everyone wanted her cast as that. It it's upsetting. Like I was like, I can't. I don't know if. So the character Beverly has been in an abusive relationship where she's been, you know, basically beaten for speaking out for however many years, we'll say 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. So whatever character Jessica Chastain is playing is vastly different from the Beverly we knew in the previous movie, which is an, you know, a tough girl, you know? Yeah. Whereas Jessica Chastain's playing more like a scream queen. And that's like upsetting to me if that's really the character trajectory they wanted it was to have like the tough girl turn into like the meek girl Mm -hmm. that's a real bummer yeah if that's what they were going for that's a real bummer if that's not what they're going for it's what they got okay um and that's a bummer and and the worst part is the the girl that played beverly and they clearly shot all those scenes when they were still the same age Mm -hmm. because finn wolfhart looks different in stranger things three Mm -hmm. season three than he does in it too. Yeah, I think so they, they took like archival footage. I think they filmed. I think they shot everything right away. Probably, yeah. I think they shot all the kids stuff right with it. Um, one. Yeah. But that little girl is better. Oh fuck! <laughs> and I don't want to shit on Jessica Chastain because if she was going for a character who is downtrodden and beaten into yeah. submission, then she absolutely nailed it. If that's not what she was going for, I don't know what the. I don't know. There's also some great cameos I'm not going to talk about. Okay. But when you see it, it is probably one of the best cameos I've seen in a movie other than Stan Lee. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, well we're recording on Sunday. I'm seeing it Tuesday night. Yep. For yep. my day off on Wednesday. Yep. Yep. So if, if you have anything to add, we'll put it up on the Instagram or whatever. Do <laughs> you want me to do like a video? Oh, it's completely up. You know, you're on Instagram now too, Steve. <sighs> yeah. Do you know what your handle is? I don't know. Yeah, it's not Stevie Westside at Instagram.com. I can change it, though. It, can you? I, yeah, I saw that I can change it. Okay, well, we'll we'll throw it up. We'll put it on the show notes if you do decide to change it. Um, hang on. Because you were in this room <laughs> trying to figure out Instagram. I have four followers, and <laughs> I'm following seven people. I think I, one of them's me. Yeah, one's you. Uh, I got Dylan. Oh, you got DJ I Sauce. got I got Shane from TRU. Seriously? Yeah, Shane follows me. Right. I like Shane. I think your only picture. Oh, you're uh, are you just Steve Roselli? 
Ah, that's stupid. I I think I can change it. I'm sure you can. Oh, wait, is it, is, wait, is it your username? Yeah. No, hang on. Let's see if I can change it real quick. We'll go do this live on air. Let's see if I can change it. Oh, hang on. Fuck. Stevie. Nope, nope. West side. <laughs> it looks so stupid. Hang on. How's that look? Oh, that looks great, Steve. I am. Oh, put your capitalization in there. My what? Capitalize uh, west and south. Oh. Yeah, that way it kind of takes it apart a little bit. What do you think? Um, Uh, Oh, that looks great. I just just happened, so... uh, That looks amazing. uh, Yeah, so I guess follow me on Instagram. (laughs) I've got one picture posted. (laughs) If you want to see a picture of his dog. (gasps) Why? What do you mean it's not available? What the fuck? What the fuck? Steve. Hang on, let's do Stevie Westside. I'm going to let you continue this. Um, Oh, there we go. It's Stevie Westside 88. (laughs) There you go. Stevie Westside 88. Um, check, follow Steve, and he'll put his feelings on it up on there when he sees them. We'll yes. tag them on the uh, regular top five page. Don't forget to follow us at top five underscore. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold up. I just wanted to tell people to follow us. Oh, I'm not okay. closing yet. Oh, okay. No, no, because um, you didn't rate the movie. Uh, well, Steve, how would I rate it? Out of five uh, red balloons. Well, out of five <laughs> red balloons, I give it a 99 because that's how I like my red balloons. Now, out of five red balloons, honestly. Do you want me to do it out of how? Five headless children? No. Okay. No, I don't. Okay. Out of five headless, uh, <laughs> all right, fine. Out of five no, no. headless children, I give it. I give it four headless children. Um, there are some very, very funny moments. There are some very horrifying moments, and I think the movie does a really good job of balancing that because there are funny moments, and that puts you off of the off the fear. So you're like, oh fun and then i'm like oh we're not here for fun we're here for clown scaries um compared to other horror movies like hereditary or uh, midsummer i've never seen any of these they're they're modern horror movies but it is a fun big budget movie and you're gonna see a lot of people you want to see on screen i'm always happy to see bill Hader. i'm happy to see him do anything yeah, that's true I'll watch him just, like, talk about other shit. I'll watch him be a hitman trying to be an actor. I don't even care. It's good. He He's good. great He's in good. That. And I think they added some depth that I don't know if was there. I was My one hope was I really wanted to see them make Bill Hader act, and he really doesn't ever have to. But my hope was to see him, like, just really try to act his heart out, and he didn't okay. I, he didn't. It didn't. The the occasion did not arise. Uh, it's like three hours, right? It's like three hours long. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I'm playing that out. Playing that out. But I recommend it. I absolutely recommend it. It's a decent closing to the first movie. I do like the first one better, but the first one's a lot more hopeful, and the second one's kind of sad. No, you went to the AMC, right? I did. I probably will be going to the Elmwood Regal. I wish I'd gone to the <laughs> so, Elmwood Regal, because I don't want to have to drive as far home in the dark looking out for clowns. I will be expecting a... Uh... Oh, some funness at the Regal. I honestly, that was one of the reasons I was a little mad I didn't see it at my local inner city theater <laughs> because I was like, no one is yelling. There was, people were chuckling at a part that I found absolutely horrifying. Like, my knees were up to my chin. I was like so uncomfortable. And people were chuckling, and that ruined it for me. But like, 
I really wanted some don't go in that door, you know? Oh, don't go through that door. I wanted... Have I'm sure I've talked about this on the show, but the best time of the movies I ever saw, had was when I saw Drag Me to Hell. And the monster's coming up the stairs. And the girl takes out her cell phone. Mm-hmm. And the guy behind me goes, who are you going to call? And everyone, <laughs> of, everyone in the theater went, Ghostbusters! <laughs> oh, my God. You know what Pop 5 should do? Hmm. We should do a... Audio commentary for a movie. Steve, what movie will we do an audio commentary The for? Strangers, because that movie's hilarious. The Strangers? Yeah. Did you ever watch that movie? I don't think I've seen that. that movie, you, I'm watching... This is like 10 years ago. We're watching this movie in my friend's basement during mm-hmm. a Halloween party, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we just kept yelling axe through the door, because it took them forever to break into this cabin. I was thinking of The Outsiders. No, The Strangers with uh, Liv Tyler and... Scott Speedman or whatever. I have not seen that You've movie. Not seen that movie. My initial thought was the room, but you can't make the room better. No. I uh, think about doing a screening for that. I'll bring the spoons. All right, you bring the spoons. Steve. What do we? What do we uh, so you know. Else? No Twitter, Instagram. Follow me at uh, Instaham. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Get in on it. Get on it. Uh, don't forget to rate and subscribe. Tell your friends. Um, we're actually we're winding down the season. The season's almost over. This we is our have, longest season. We only have a couple more months. I might not season. be here to finish out the season. Steve, you if, better be if here. The, if the, if our G Steve's, network steals Steve's, me away. Steve's going to be chained to our fucking couch. But anyway, no, no, Steve, you'll be fine. Don't even think about it. Don't even you know, think about it. I'll stay if we get rid of Alex. But Alex is such a great employee who does so much good work for us. I know. And is not a horrible human being at all. Do you know there's a podcast that is a, it's like some kind of parody or something of his show? No. It's called, uh, not InfoWars. His show's called InfoWars. The parody is Knowledge Fight. Knowledge Fight, huh? Yeah. I haven't given it a listen yet because I don't, I don't want to mock our good friend and not total asshole Mr. Jones. Mr. Mr. Alex Jones. Mr. Jones. That song's about him, you know that? Probably. Yeah. So, um, 